Welcome back to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focused on games by marginalised creators played by marginalised people. Today, playing with me, we have Chelsea. Hi, I'm Chelsea. My pronouns are she, her, and they. I'll be playing Loreen, whose pronouns are she, her, and they as well. And they're familiar, soot, which is he or him. You can find me on Twitter at ChelseaBytes and Peridot. Hi, I'm Peridot. My pronouns are they, them. I'll be playing Mira. Their pronoun is they, them as well. And their familiar, Freya, who is also they, them. I can be found on Twitter at Tune Elemental. It's Tune as in cartoon. And I'm Cass. My pronouns are she, her, or they. And you can find me at Cass K Designs on Twitter. So today I'll be your hosting game master, and we'll be playing Familiars of Terra by Elizabeth Chai Pradipun of Angry Hamster Publishing. Familiars of Terra is a unique card-based tabletop RPG centered around the Seekers and their animal companions, following their calling and pursuing their destiny for better and worse. So, without further delay, let's get back into it. Where we left off is you come out into sort of the main hall, and um, your tour guide, former, uh, had said, uh, this is where you got off to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, as it turns out, this is where I got off to. Wait, does he see both of us? I think just, I think um, he's just seen Mira at this point. Okay, good. Yeah, I like kind of stand up straight and stop stop doing my like sneaking pose because obviously it's not working at the moment. You just say, uh, yeah, yeah, we were just uh, we were just taking a look around. Well, I told you how <laughs> dangerous that was. I cringe when they say we. He looks past you, and um, are you right there, Lorene? Like, are you right behind Mira, or were you still back a little ways? I was back a little ways. Okay. Just a bit, but does he still see me? Um, I'm gonna say not immediately. Um, and so while I can, yeah, I use voice of reason to uh kind of throw my voice. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna see. I might have to draw for the throwing my voice part, but I do want to use a voice that kind of like that calls him away. Mm. I want to see if that can uh. Not, well, well, you know, it's really just a voice that they trust, so it might be somebody really obscure, like his mom or something. <laughs> it might it might throw him, like, really off guard. But uh, is, is that possible, uh, GM? Could I, could I use voice of reason to uh, kind of call him ways and, and see if I can get him, uh, you know, to kind of distracted? Yeah, I think that sounds like performing, which falls under charm, to, like, sort of throw your voice. Awesome. I'm great in charm. Okay. I drew a two. Un- I'm running out of twos. I got a, <laughs> I have a nine and <laughs> then charm. So hopefully that works. I, I throw my voice and I say, uh, I, we don't know his name. Hello? Where are you? He looks behind, uh, 
kind of like turns around looking towards the entrance um, and says, Makota, what, what are you doing here? Um, and he, he walks towards the voice um, and you see him hesitate as if he's torn and he sort of looks at you, Mira, and then looks towards the entrance um, and then sort of reaches back Mira and sort of takes like your your shirt or something and says, come with me. You can't just wander around like this and then starts walking, trying to sort of walk with you towards the entrance. Um, I mean, I'm going to put up a fuss. <laughs> um, I'm definitely trying to like kind of squirm away from his grip. Um yeah, I, I, I start to kind of urge him a little more. I'm like, hello, can you come and pick up the speed? I need your help. Makota, you're not, <laughs> you're not supposed to come down here. It's not safe. And then, um, I think. Save Schmave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mira, can you just maybe make like an agility check to like slip free? Certainly. Uh, that's a seven and a half a ten. So yes. Hey. All right. So you're... I'm gonna press the button! I'm, I'm just trying to urge him <laughs> on. Uh, you slip free, and I think he's, at this point, so uh, distressed by by hearing this voice. Um, he just starts jogging up towards the entrance. Um, and for this one, like, for in this moment, there's no one else in the hall with y'all. We, I, immediately, immediately, you know, I start skedaddling to that other hall. Where the other two women may have been. Um, when you come in. I, I kind of urge Mira on. I'm like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I head over that way with her. The room mostly looks as you left it, but you can see that the two women have pulled out one of the uh, sort of trays that has vials of like green liquid in it. And they seem to be moving them from the tray into a uh, box. Hmm. Wait, into, I missed what you said. You said into a what? Uh, into like a, a box that is like lined with something soft. Oh, so these are valuable. Like, like just sort of like a normal sort of shipping box or like a, like a nice, like high quality container that you would put volatile things in? Yeah. Um, they look similar to the crate you saw on the, um, in the other room. The one that the robot scanned. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. I look at Mira, and I look at the box, and I look back at Mira, and... <clears throat> I think I want to go for the box. <laughs> I'll be Mira's support. I, I look at Mira, and I'm like, I give her, I give them a thumbs up. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, like, like, rush at it, I guess. Like, I just, like, run forward, like, without much of a care and try to grab the box and sort of pull it away. Okay, so you're just, like, basically in a sprint and grab, as you know? Yeah, and I have an ability for that, so... Yeah, what's your ability do? Um, so I get plus one to an attribute check when I'm using speed to get the drop on someone. Alright, um, looking... I think speed... Well, I think it could be might for, like, sort of that physical side, or it could be agility for stealing. Yeah, I was I was thinking agility, like I just want to like run in and grab it. Like I Yeah. I feel like they're probably not expecting someone to just like go for it. Yeah. Um, so unless unless you I I can do might if you want to have it like wrestling away. 
No, I think uh, agility, I think stealing makes sense with your... Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was a queen. So I I do not. Okay. Um, so you go in to steal, and you are running up, and I think it's it's a little narrow between the tables here, and you bump um, a glass beaker, and it falls and shatters, and we get almost that, like, cartoonish moment where, like, you freeze, and they look at it, and then they look up at you, and your arms are outstretched to grab the box. Um, and one of the women grabs a vial and holds it above her head, and she says, Take one more step, and I'm throwing it. You won't like what comes out. I knew it. I knew it was something that you threw. Okay, this is not Lorene's thinking this in the back of your head. Like, I knew it. <laughs> this is something that you can throw. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like I like freeze in place. Like, yeah. I just like stand there and stare at her, like, not happy about it. Oh crap. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Mira, what is Freya doing in this moment? Um I feel like Freya mostly hangs out like inside of uh of their like cloak. Um so at the moment I think they're not doing anything, but they're probably like sort of crawling toward one sleeve so they can pop out and like maybe jump past, like away from where Mira's standing currently, maybe towards the vials. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well Reen, it doesn't look like they've noticed you quite yet. Um, unless you announce yourself. What what would you like to do? Uh, I think Lorene is thinking of a, the most diplomatic way out of the situation. Soot is just super impatient, like, just get in there, get a vial, get out. Um, Does Soot want to go get a vial? Soot, uh, Soot doesn't camouflage very well, but Soot could try. As I distract them, uh... I'll I'll send Soot off to try to get a vial, and I'll step out and say, "What's happening here?" As if like I'm just back as as the mm-hmm. captain. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one holding the vial uh, is still in the stare off with Mira, um, but the other woman looks over at you and says, "You're not the captain. I I heard that the captain is not here yet, and I don't know who you are, but." I think you're an intruder. And what would make you think that? Have any protocols been disrupted while I've been here? Then clearly you're mistaken, and I could have you thrown out for that. This one was trying to steal the solution. And she points at Mira. Then why are you throwing our precious cargo at them? That's such a waste. You can't handle one measly intruder without using our our product? I think when you say intruder, you see that her eyes dart over to the vat where the robotic creatures are. Um, and she's like, I... Look, I don't know who you are, but you don't belong here. And you should leave before we have to take extreme measures that nobody wants to take. Just leave us alone. Um, and you can hear that she sounds almost just kind of overwhelmed at this point. Mm. Mm, mm. Overwhelmed. 
Does soot have a vial yet? Do I have to kind of have to draw for that? Yeah, let's draw for that. Okay. That would be soot's, uh, that'd be agility for soot? Yeah. Because soot is way more agile than I am. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Is it? I'm sorry, I missed it. Is it agility? Yes, agility. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know why it's cutting out a lot more. All right, I am drawing. And we are... Hey, we got a four. Uh, Soot's agility is a ten. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, I think we see the camera, like, focus pan over to Soot. And um, Soot has managed to wrap around one of the vials and sort of pull it out without notice. And is maybe starting to slither, slither back your way. Excellent. So I uh, turn to the two women. I say, this behavior is not necessary. I will deal with this intruder myself. And I kind of take Mira by the scruff of their neck. And I start to try to lead them out. After Soot has found uh, uh, his way over, you know, kind of slid up my pants leg. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's going to take a charm check. Okay. We can do charm. We can do charm. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, we got a seven. My charm's a nine. Excellent. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm, like, cutting it close. So, <laughs> the one who's holding the vial, you can see her frowning in your direction, but the other, the overwhelmed woman just kind of grabs her arm and says, just mm-hmm. let it go. We don't want to wake them up. Um, wake them up. And the woman holding the vial kind of slumps and like puts the vial back into the, the crate. Ah, good. Wait, did they say that they didn't want to wake them up? Yes. What mm-hmm. is in these vats? These robots? I think I have a, a hunch. Wake up the the. Okay, okay. I'm saying this in my head. So so I march Mira out and I say, uh, back to your duties. Yeah, and Mira makes a very big show of it, like trying to like, like pretending to try to like get out of there, out of there and stuff. And like, yeah. I'm struggling because I'm not used to dragging somebody off, but I make it work. <laughs> okay, so we have a vial. Hopefully we get out of there without, you know, looking too suspicious. Can we inspect this further? Yeah, let's see if we can take a closer look at it. Yeah. Do you want to do that just in the hall or is there anywhere you want to go before you sit down and inspect it? I was going to do it right there in the hall. I like it. Um, so if you're studying it, then that would be wit. Oof, uh, <laughs> my wit <laughs> Uh, is, is, uh, you know, just one over. Uh, do you have a better wit? I have a nine. Oh, well, please. Okay, I'm gonna go for it. Hopefully no face cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a three. Oh. So Mira, Mira takes the vial into their hands and, like, looks very closely at it, um, kind of turning it over in their hands and getting an idea of, like, the viscosity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe... It reminds you... And if there's a label, they read it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There is no clear label, but I think as you're turning over your hands, maybe it reminds you of 
um, something you learned about in school. And even though you didn't go along, it, it stood out um, that there was uh, some experiments done. There had been rumors up in Plinth of trying to bottle the essence of the Badlands and that these are supposedly rumored to create mutations similar to what's seen in the Badlands. Oh. 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 So this is bottled radiation. Uh, oh, Mira kind of like widens their eyes and looks up at uh, and and looks up at uh, oh goodness, sorry, uh, at uh, at a Lorraine, um, and says, "This is I I think they're bottling the essence of the Badlands. I think they want to use these to mutate people and animals." Oh God, I. I sit back and I ponder and I continue to take notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I am. Hmm. This is, this has gotten very sinister indeed. Yeah, this is, this is beyond just, uh, smuggling animal can. Yeah, this is human experimentation. Hmm. Are there any other, uh, places that, and this is me asking the GM, not, this mm-hmm. isn't Lorraine out speaking. Are there any other places that we haven't explored, like, outright that we've passed up yet? Um, so I think the sort of spherical room where the women are, there's the far end of it. Um, you hadn't really explored because that's where they had been with the man talking when you went in. So right, and they're still in the way. Hmm. Well, mm-hmm. there's always brute force. They've got bottles of radiation at their disposal. We have one bottle of radiation at our disposal. Is it instant? Does it melt people? <laughs> I that's wonder. A, that's a good question. I wish I knew the effects. I mean, I. I'm not going to throw it. That's <laughs> monstrous. I'm not going to throw it at them, but we can threaten them. I'm not evil. Um, oh, that would be very, 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 uh, if, if we threatened me, it would, uh, we would have very little time once they run off and try to get, uh, the help they need. That's but true. we would clear them out of the room. D- d- does the room have, like, a door or anything, like, that we could close to maybe delay them after they're, if they, if we can get them to run away? Yeah, there was a set of double doors that are open. Um, I don't know that you've, since they're sort of open, you probably haven't seen, like, if there's a locking device, but there's definitely, like, set doors. Hmm. Interesting. They could always take me in there, threatening to pour a bottle of radiation over my head. <laughs> That's true. So, it's it's huh. an idea. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Okay, so... If I, like, just kind of hook my arm around your neck like so and sort of hold you and just, like, hold the bottle over your head here, that looks... We could do this. Is this going to work? Can we do this? Lorraine puts on her best acting face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I start dragging Lorene back toward the toward the room holding the the vial over her head. Mhm. Uh so you enter the room and do you announce yourself right away or what do you do as you uh re-enter with sort of this pose? 
Huh. Um, yeah, I'll I'll like announce myself. So I'll say I've got your captain. Now, now who's got the upper hand? You two are going to need to get out of here right now, or your captain's getting irradiated. Irradiated. Uh, so they look over, and let's see how threatening and convincing you seem. So that would, I think that would be charm to sort of pull this off. Okay. Uh, okay. So that does not work out. That's a, that's a nine and I have a seven. Ah. Uh. It's worth what, a shot. What happens is the the overwhelmed woman, um, who I think is a little older, she looks and she just yells intruder at the top of her lungs. And you see on the vats where the robots are that the biosignals that were green turn red um, and alarms start flashing. And you can see the gears on the doors to the vat start turning. What would you like to do? Oh, no. Oh, God. Um, Am I still? I got it. Well, I let, I let go of Elarine, definitely. Oh, well, crap. <laughs> My cover. Well, you could still you could still have your cover. I'm just not holding on to you anymore. I'm just, I'm going to I'm going to bolt for the far side, like the door at the far side of the room that we were trying to get through in the first place. Okay. Um so you're bolting and I think the the vat doors are going to open just as you reach the far side. Lorene, where are you going to be? Uh Lorene kind of staggers forward and uh, I'm going to tell these two women to go and uh, check the, I mean, check the, uh, oh, what was it? Those robots back in the protocol room. I'm going to call it the protocol room. Be like, go check on that. That needs to be, uh, we got to make sure that nothing's happened to the shipments. Hopefully they buy it. Oh, they run. <laughs> they both run. Okay, so I'm running through those doors that uh, Mira just ran through. Um, so the two of you run. Oh, God. And I think we sort of see it's as you're pushing those doors open, the vat doors swing open, and we see a robotic um, leg step out from each. And then when you open that, you see what it looks like it was once um, a military office. Like, there's a very sort of imposing desk and, like, steel, very imposing chair behind it. And you see that there seem to be uh, glass cases with displays. Um, And you can see a uniform in one and a map in another. But it smells like dust and sort of that that smell of air that hasn't been fresh in a very long time. And you get the feeling that you're probably the first people in this room in a long time. Mm. Oh, no. Mm, mm, mm. I slam the doors behind me shut. Yeah, let's lock them if there's a way to lock them. Is uh, there a way to lock these doors? There's like a normal uh, sort of standard lock on the handle. So it's locked, but based on what maybe you've heard of cyborgs, it may not stay strong for long. Mm-hmm. Right. Huh. And there's no other way out of this room. We've kind of cornered ourselves. So we observe. I look for things that I can take back. Uh, is there any uh, 
sort of information that I can pick up or that I recognize right away? Or do I need to draw? Um, I think what you would recognize right away is the uniform on display is, it looks like it was from Plinth, but it looks very old, like decades old. Um, mm-hmm. And the map you see is what the map would have been before the war. And besides that, if you want to search for more detail or if you want to search for a way out, that'll probably take some time to sort of investigate. Okay. I would like to search for a way out. <laughs> that's my that's my first priority, given what just happened in the other room. Yes, um, I think that would be a wit. Or, okay. nope, sorry, awareness. That would be awareness. Awareness? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a three, and I have an eight, so. Uh, I think what you find is, on the underside of the desk, there is a, like, a button mechanism. And when you push it, you hear a little click, um, and one of the display cases rotates a little, so you you can see there seems to be, like, a secret doorway behind it. Oh, secret doors? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, peek through there to see if there's anything in there, then kind of start heading that way, if not. Uh, when you look in, you see a ladder just heading straight up. Okay. Um, I think I think this is the way to go at this point. I'll follow Mira straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get up that ladder as fast as I can. Um, it goes up for a ways, and then there's like uh, I'm forgetting what the name is. Um, it's like on a ship where it's like a port hole, and you have to sort of like wind it up. So you're able to sort of um, push the lever and wind it and the the port sort of opens and you get a rush of just fresh air from above land. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Uh I I clamber all the way out of the... uh, Did did we close the secret door behind us or is it... (laughs) No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I I, I usher Lorene through there as fast as I can and then like shut it and seal it as much as I can again. Is there another like port thing I can turn on top or... Yeah, it's like the same mechanism. Yeah, I I tighten that as tight as I can possibly get it. Um, well, and- that got hairy. Yeah, it really did. I have so <laughs> many notes to bring back to the uh, to the embassy. Well, we need a. There's still animal kin in there. Mm-hmm. Are we outside of the facility now? Like, yes, you're above ground, and you can see once you close the port, it looks and sort of blends into the rock. Um, so it's not immediately clear. Ah, okay. Okay. I look at Mira and I say, we have discovered a large trafficking, uh, a, whole, a large trafficking facility. This, this is huge. Yeah. There are two paths we could, we could, uh, follow. We could go in, save a few lives, and, uh... You know, and, and and hopefully come back with our lives, or we could uh send word to uh, those with more resources. That's that's true. Um, we're not we're not far from like a town, right? Like they do they have law enforcement where they're at. So most of quote unquote dealing with things like what you saw, like Badlands, is done by seekers. So you're kind of who they would call. Mm-hmm. We are the we are the police. Okay, 
that's yeah that's kind of what i was thinking huh wow this is a pickle wait so we saw a cyborg come out of the vet we saw several cyborgs how many cyborgs did i notice when we came out of the vet i mean we came Uh, out of that room two just two two how big were they they were i'll say about six foot six feet what the okay six feet humanoid like generally human shaped right generally human shaped um the leg that stuck out was very robotic okay mm-hmm. yikes these might be hybrids like i wish i could have got a better look at, like pre pre-war <laughs> like <laughs> right huh what do we do we hear any commotion from where we are no it's very silent where you are right now nothing we can hear from below or anything not at this moment. Mm. Okay. We could go back the way we came and and try to uh, save the cubs, because those are the only animal kin that we've run into so far. Well, there were also the frogs and the other reptiles. Oh, yes, the reptiles, those those things as well. Hmm. I wonder if I could have, like, set the protocol to release uh, any animals that we hadn't seen, but I don't know. There's got to be a way to this. I think it might be too late for that. Right? I I don't, I think whatever command you gave them has probably been overridden by this point. Probably. Or they might just, I mean, they were pretty scared of waking up these cyborgs. Yeah, they didn't. This Okay, this is going to be the most naive thing I've said all day, but maybe they're friendly. Yikes. Maybe the cyborgs don't want to kill us. Yikes. Maybe that's why they were afraid of waking them up, because they didn't- they're not necessarily on their side? Is that possible? Maybe? Mmm. We- we- we could find out, and the only risk is us dying. Well, I think we should try it. Hey, I'm- I'm- I'm ready. I'm- I'm always ready to discover more mysteries about Plinth, and this is a big one. Yeah. There's, a. Uh... Would you like to use the front entrance again? As far as as far as we know, no other seekers in the area, right? Like, yeah, it's no just one else us. we can call. Huh. I mean, going back down is our most direct path back to my thesis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I start to I think that's smart because then we could see if they uh, busted into the room. That's true. All right, I uh, I crank open the uh, the porthole thing. All right, and you're going back down? Yep. Um, so you go back down, and I think what you find is they have not come up the ladder. Like, you don't meet them going back down. But when you reach the, the secret entrance, it's still sort of open a little bit, ajar. And when you look out, you can see that the door was knocked from its hinges, like the main door. Ah. Ooh. Right. And you see one cyborg right now has its back to you. It's, he said, about six feet tall. You can see its legs are almost entirely robotic. Um, Its torso seems mostly human. Uh, One arm is human, one is robotic. And you can see that it has, like, what looks like circuitry all up its neck and sort of around the part of the face you can see uh, with short, cropped, uh, dark brown hair. And it seems to be 
standing somewhat um, at the ready, but its back is to you right now as it's facing more towards the door it destroyed. And just one of them's in the room right now, the other one's not? From this angle, you can see just the one. Okay. I am going to... Uh, this is like the stupidest thing I've done all day. Uh, <laughs> I am going to enter the room, like, kind of quietly, like a sort of... Yeah, I guess I'm going to just kind of try to sneak in and have uh, Freya sort of approach from one side, like kind of circle around and see if they can see anything that I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want Freya to approach that one, and uh, then I want to use one of Freya's abilities, but I want... Uh, I, do I need to make a sneak for them first to sneak up on behind it? I don't think Freya does, because Freya's like a little chipmunk. Um, so I think... They can just do that. Okay, so I'm going to use the uh, the trait that I have, which is called Heart Sight, um, which allows me to ask the GM directly whether a character uh, that my familiar can see has good or bad intentions. Interesting. Um, so is it like good or bad intentions towards you? Um, it's like I, I can like basically ask like a question about it. I think, but yeah, I think towards like towards me and my allies, I guess. Okay. Um, I think it has, uh, like, it's hard to say, like, neutral intentions. Like, it's not openly hostile right now or openly friendly. It's just kind of on alert. Um, so it's not like rampaging killing intentions, but right now it seems to just be kind of neutral alert. Okay. So neutral or like anything coming through is about to get the work or <laughs> Um I think you would expect anything coming through would like get challenged, but not necessarily like smacked. Obliterated? Yeah. Huh. Okay, yeah. I'm going to uh kind of very cautiously approach the one that I can see. Mm-hmm. Um knowing that it may not necessarily want to kill me. Um, just say, uh, hey! Uh, <laughs> turn? They, they turn towards you? Lorraine is, uh, watching from the, uh, from the, uh, secret door. Mm-hmm. Trying to see when, uh, I can intervene. The, they turn towards you, and you see they have what looks, uh, a little bit like a baton in their hand. Um, and their grip tightens on it, but they don't lift it. And they say, why have you come to the general's tomb? They what? They hum? They say, why have you come to the general's tomb? Oh. Oh. I see. Um, well, we, uh, we're, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a seeker, and there have been some animal kin being smuggled through here, um, very illegally, as well as some perhaps experimentation, uh, from what I can tell, done with uh, the sort of radiation of the Badlands. Um, I'm here to try to put a stop to that. You see, they have what looks like human eyes, but they're a little bit too almost uniform or perfect, and they're not like reacting to the light or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that the color of like the iris turns from just a neutral brown to kind of a gold. And they say, this place should not be open to anybody. It was locked. Well, unfortunately, uh, it seems some unscrupulous types have broken in and made their home out of it. 
They were really worried about waking you guys up. We were supposed to sleep until someone came here. It was the general's last orders that no one disturbed this place. Hmm. Huh. The general. I wonder if they're in my in the back of my brain. I'm thinking. I wonder if they're talking about General Gunther. But um, I push that thought aside, and uh, I I use I want to use voice of reason to instruct these robots that we need assistance and we will uh help them clear out uh the denizens here and and restore its right you know this tomb status i don't want them to see me though (laughs) so you're trying to throw your voice again yeah okay let's see that perform charm got it i perform what we got oh well, <laughs> it was a queen, so I don't perform very well. Uh-oh. Um, so I think what happens is you say what you want to say, but it clearly comes from your location. And so yes. I think the cyborg, they reach out their baton just to push the door open more, like the secret passage. And sort of reveal you standing right there. And they say, intruder. And they look towards you, Mira, almost for a little bit of guidance. Why is this intruder here? No, 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 no. Lorraine is a friend. Um, My friend. Um, Also here to sort of help with uh, getting rid of these people who are disturbing the tomb. Yeah, listen listen to them. But this passage is supposed to be locked. If it is open, how are they not intruding? Um, unfortunately, uh, I am the one who unlocked that. It was uh, unintentional. I, uh, we were trying to get away after we uh, alerted the the uh, nasty characters who were here. Um, they turn their head towards the door and call out. There are more intruders. Track them. And then they look at you, Mira, and say... Yes. Yeah, there are more intruders and we are here to get rid of them. I look in mirror and I say, clearly, uh, y'all are in charge of this show, so lead the way. <laughs> uh, the cyborg nods and says, affirmative, you have been recruited to our detail for 24 hours. Uh, and... With the baton, sort of waves, like, gesturing you into the room. All right, I'll follow. I also walk in. And you see, before they follow you, they close the secret passageway. And with their baton, like, slam the desk so that the mechanism twists. And then they follow you back into the room. Like, the big spherical room. Oof. Wow, welcome. I I feel so welcome. I'm here. I'm for it. Um, how long have you guys been asleep? I did not get to hear it. We have not uplinked in two sleep cycles, unable to answer your question. Oof. <sighs> so it's been a minute. And it, has it been since before the war or during the war? Yes. Or is it? The general, he declared this place would be his tomb. Rather than continue the war. I see. Well, I say we should go and uh, check out the rest of this, too. Yeah. 
Where is his body? Um, the cyborg starts walking through the room and is uh, starting to swing with their baton to like smash different crates and says, recruit, destroy all you see. We must lock it down. And you can see they're moving towards where the box of vials still is. Oof. Oh, are they trying to hit the boxes? At this point, they are hitting everything within range. Uh, d- don't don't hit that! Don't hit that! Don't hit that! I try to like kind of run ahead of him and or of them and uh, grab the the box before they can do anything to it. It's really dangerous, really volatile stuff here. Uh, they look down at you and say, "The general ordered everything destroyed. Recruit." destroy the weapon you've been listening to voices at play building a table for everyone join us in the next episode for the conclusion to this one shot if you've enjoyed the game we're playing and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you please check the links in the show notes and on our website where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. $1 pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work, so if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time... We'll just keep on playing.